Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. This part of the program is not suitable for sensitive listeners and for anyone under the age of 18. Note that the views expressed on this show are not that of the station or the presenter. Closet Conversations. Let's welcome our A-team guest, uh, Justin Madewell, who is an intimacy coach and an adult store retail assistant. We are talking what is intimacy and why is it so important. Thank you very much, Justin, for joining us. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. It's Justine, by the way. (laughs) Sorry, I know that's confusing. Well, uh, yeah. Thank you, Ben. Thank you for embarrassing me. Justine and Justin (laughs) are two different things. Justin is a boy's name. Justine, what you told me, is not what you told me. Justin, boy's name. Okay, sorry about that, Justine. So, let's talk about you being an intimacy coach firstly, before we talk about Mm. what intimacy is. I've never heard of an intimacy coach. I've heard of a sex therapist. I've heard of a life coach. I've never, ever heard Mm. of an intimacy coach. Well, it's very similar to life coaching. It's just that the niche would be in intimacy. Um, Obviously, intimacy does mean different things to every person, but intimacy in general, um, to do with yourself and others, that would be my niche. That would be what I would coach other people on. How did you get into this field? I've always had an extreme interest in um well human behavior as a whole but then i took a special interest in sexual psychology and the relationships that people have and the way they build them with other people and so i did every self-study i possibly could from the time i was 16 um just into intimacy and what that means for everybody and um relationships and even sex and sexual psychology and stuff like that Hmm, very interesting field of work you're in. So let's define what intimacy <laughs> is, because a lot of us um, perhaps don't understand what being intimate is. So, I mean, if you go by a Google definition, it defines it as uh, closely acquainted or familiar or private and personal. And I mean, that's a very um, broad way to describe it. But I think you have to describe it so broadly because everybody has such a different definition for it. But really what it means is feeling close and connected and understood and accepted um, by somebody or a group of people. And oftentimes it also means having a unique and private sort of special connection with somebody that you don't have with somebody else. Um, you know, that different relationship with that person that makes you feel so close. Um, And then obviously you get your intimacy with yourself as well, which means understanding yourself and being kind to yourself and all of those things. Okay, so intimacy clearly starts with a self. Can one be intimate with someone else Mm -hmm. if they are not intimate with themselves, if they don't understand what self-intimacy is? I think to an extent you can, um, because as humans, it's, it's, it's very natural to be intimate and to want to be intimate with others and feel that intimacy. But I don't think you can be as close with somebody 
um, and have that deep intimacy unless you fully understand yourself because you also won't know what you want unless you understand yourself. True, very, very true. So how do we start getting intimate with ourselves then? Because uh, self-hate is what we're talking about with my previous guest. It's something that just comes naturally. Mm. You know, you, you, we never appreciate ourselves. We never love ourselves. We always put others before ourselves. So how do we start that journey of self-intimacy? So it will, it will differ from person to person, but really what needs to be done is sitting down and doing the ugly work first. And that's the part that nobody wants to do. And that's generally why people don't start the whole intimacy journey with themselves. Um, because you really do have to get down to the nitty gritty, you know, the root causes of why do you hate yourself? Um, why aren't you feeling loved by yourself? Why don't you like your body? Why don't you like the person you are? And all of those things. And where does that come from? You know, generally it goes back to childhood. Um, and sort of coping mechanisms that we've developed over the years, whether that be consciously or not. And you've really got to get to that deep rooted, um, the root of it all to understand yourself better. And from there, you can ask yourself, all right, this is what happened. This is why, this is why I feel this way. What do I need? And then you need to start giving yourself what you need and not relying on other people to give that to you, at least not yet until you give that to yourself. Um, it's a very broad way of explaining it. Like I said, everybody's journey will be different and unique, um, but it really does come down to getting into that nitty gritty dark side first. Mm, mm. And obviously once you've seen the dark, it's easy to get into the light. So Absolutely. Justine, why is it so important for us to be intimate with self and with others? So it's, you know, people often refer to humans as pack animals, um, which is very true because humans do need some type of connection and we need to feel like we belong to a community or group, um, which also often comes from a primal need to be protected. If you're part of a pack, you're protected. And that acceptance, you need that acceptance. So it just goes back to a very primal thing, but it also... It comes down to even these days, you know, you need that intimacy and intimacy also doesn't necessarily mean hugs and kisses uh, or any sort of sensuality with another person. It just means that um, understanding and that acceptance that goes for your boss, your customers, your colleagues, your friends, your family, your community. And, you know, if you can't learn that type of intimacy, you're not really going to get very far in life because you're not going to be able to maintain relationships which you'll need to go up in your career or maybe if you want to get married or raise kids in the right way so that intimacy is the root of really just life because without it i mean really without it none of us would be here because no one would get married and all of those things Mm, mm. So intimacy is very important. Hey, Timas, I want to hear from you. How important is intimacy to you? Um, what do you do when you stop losing that touch uh, between you and your partner? What is it that you do? I mean, um, how do you rekindle the intimacy? 0614104107. That is our WhatsApp number. And our guest is Justine 
Madewell, who's an intimacy coach and also an adult store retail assistant. That's where you can, um, yeah, interact with us. And uh, also, if you want to call in, feel free, 86 So, Justine, uh, I'm looking at the issue of, you know, the, the, the impact or effects that intimacy has on us, especially in our everyday mm. lives. I, I know how people say, well, when you have sex, it uh, boosts the happy hormones. You will be happier. Mm. You will glow a bit more. <laughs> but intimacy does not yes. necessarily relate or or um, culminate in sex. So what are the impacts or effects of intimacy on us? So, I mean, well, yes, obviously intimacy is, well, it's better. Sex is better when intimacy is a part of it, but that's not always the case. <laughs> um, but intimacy also spills out into your everyday life in terms of goals you know and um it's not necessarily just with your romantic partner or anything like that because number one when you are intimate with yourself when you learn that intimacy with yourself that spills that already spills into your relationships um whether that be romantic or work related or family related and it spills into your goals and um knowing what you want out of life and the kind of person that you want to be because that intimacy with yourself comes from understanding yourself where you've come from where you want to go your likes your dislikes um, and again that nitty-gritty side of you that people don't want to acknowledge and once you acknowledge that and become intimate with yourself you can you'll also realize and it's a very common thing once you hit that sort of intimacy with yourself it's a very common thing to realize i can do anything there is nothing I cannot do. And yeah, that impacts our everyday lives. And once you sort of lose that with yourself, you're going to lose it with your partner. You're going to lose it with your friends, unfortunately. Mm. And it's not a, a terrible thing, obviously. P humans go through these stages where you're going to go through dips and that's normal. But yeah, if you lose it with yourself, you're going to start losing with your partner and vice versa. If you lose it with somebody else, you're going to start questioning yourself and why, what's wrong with me. So this ATM has sent a message saying, for me, intimacy with me is when another person shares their innermost thoughts and feelings, which they most likely wouldn't share with anyone else with me. Mm. It's when someone chooses to be honest and most vulnerable emotionally with me. That level of intimacy naturally draws me closer to them. Uh, the Atima is Mdu. <sighs> yeah, this I think this is now a different level of intimacy because it also speaks of, of trust and vulnerability. Mm. Vulnerability is a huge thing when it comes to intimacy. Um, because if you feel like you can be vulnerable with somebody and trust that vulnerability with somebody and again that that's where that understanding and acceptance comes from if you feel that from the other person when you're being vulnerable then you have an instant connection that you need that humans need vulnerability is so important when it comes to any type of relationship because people can't read your mind number one and number two you're not you know my mom always said to me if you don't love somebody with your whole heart, you never really love them. And it makes so much sense to me now after studying these things and really trying to understand intimacy because vulnerability is one of the key pillars of that.
Let's go to a voice note. Uh, firstly, let me hang my head in shame and say, whenever the word intimacy is mentioned, what is flashing in front of me, in front of my eyes, it's sex. You would hear people saying, oh, they don't get intimate. Oh, we don't have this. We don't do, we don't, we are not intimate anymore. So what comes to mind is just, uh, you know, making love. And I'm glad that, uh, uh justine you you have you have you have you have uh, um unpacked some of the of, of the issues that some of us uh, uh may be unable to deal with but uh, intimacy uh for most of us uh, people like myself we just think uh, sex all the time when the word intimacy is mentioned aha you see justine a mm. lot of people had the same thing in mind that mm -mm. When we speak intimacy, we are speaking sex, but that's not always the case. Absolutely not. Like I said, it is very important when it comes to sex and sex can um, influence a sense of feeling intimate with somebody. But again, that's not always the case. And that's why those things are related, but they're not the same thing. So for a couple that says we are a couple we love each other we we want to be in a relationship with each other but we we've lost intimacy so sex is just a mm. uh, part of being you know married or being together for a long time mm. so we'll have sex on schedule but we're just not intimate with each other where do they start fixing that so from, from a coach's perspective mm -hmm. that would um be something that I would have to tailor specifically to that couple. But if you want to go in very simple steps, you could start with things like um, doing more things together. And that sounds so silly and simple, but it really is that simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. And it's, you know, if your partner has a specific interest, take an interest in your partner's interest and do something together um, or even pick up a new hobby together. Trying something new together is also a big one, whether that be going to a new place, trying new food, even trying new sex toys or games, um, you know, doing a sort of date night where you try something new every time or go to your favorite place and then go to my favorite place. Um, so it comes down to spending time together, but not in a general way where in marriage it usually becomes a routine, like we watch TV while we eat dinner. Um, it's being mindful and present in that moment and actively taking an interest in your partner while you're spending that time together. Um, it can also be things like, again, it sounds silly, but it does help over time. It becomes very natural. Um, complimenting your partner every day, it being genuine, even if it's just one thing, you really have the most beautiful eyes. I really love it when you help me with the dishes. It makes me feel so loved. And just simple, simple things that you would do naturally when you first started dating. And you incorporate that into your relationship now. Take the routine out of it and bring that spontaneity and that romance back. And also exploring what each other's definition of intimacy is and trying to fulfill that. You know, I think one thing that we sometimes overlook, especially when we're in relationships, is eye contact. 
deep, intimate mm. eye contact. So I'm, I'm a firm believer that the eyes are the windows to the soul. And if you are feeling Absolutely. worn out with your partner or even with your children, you know, you're just feeling like it's been too much. There's been too much of a rush. You haven't um, had contact with each other. You haven't had time with each other. Then you just pause mm. and you just look into each other's eyes for, uh, I mean, Absolutely. seconds will become minutes and minutes will become, mm. you know, longer. And you'll, you'll start realizing that this person's soul is still as beautiful as it was in the beginning. Um, just simple eye contact for me, I think, reminds us of being intimate um, beyond the physical. I'm going to go yes, to a voice note yes, now. Absolutely. Mm. Sure. Oh, is there no voice note? Oh, okay. I thought there was another voice note. So this team is flashing that there's a voice note. There's no voice note that's to play. <laughs> but yeah, in any case, so for me, I've got like, you know, those little things that even with my children, if I've had a busy day, yes, I've picked them up from school. We've had a chat, but I'm concentrating on traffic, you know, and trying to listen to yeah. them. And I'll just spend that five seconds just holding them and, uh, um, and just, you know, looking into their eyes, holding their hands. And I do the same thing with my partner because I feel it is important. And funny enough, when you do that, um, you, you, you tend to see this person has had a rough day as well. This person needs some gentleness. So you become vulnerable and you allow them to become vulnerable, like how Atimam Du was saying, that intimacy is about sharing the most intimate parts of yourself with your partner. Absolutely. And um, so what you're describing there as well, it's actually a very, very good thing. And it's, again, it's simple, but it's very effective is, you know, when you're looking into your partner's eyes or you take hold of their hands or just spend that moment with them, that is being in the moment. Um, and oftentimes we overlook that because we've got such busy schedules and we've got work as kids and we've got to do this, clean the house, cook. And, you know, we think we're spending time with our partner when we watch TV with them or whatever the case is. But that's not it because you're not mindful in that moment. You're not looking, like you said, looking into the windows of their soul and saying, wow, this is the person I fell in love with. Or even if it's a friend or whatever the case is, just being mindful in that moment while you're with them instead of being an autopilot and just yeah. spending time with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one from Sibu says, good evening, Patricia and your guests. Very important topic. Justine is on point. My belief is that you cannot be intimate with yourself unless you discover who you are. Get to know your identity and be your best friend. Have your cup full before reaching out to the next person. I love this topic. Thanks, Sibu. <laughs> I'm glad that this topic is is uh, giving you aha moments and you're sharing with us your experiences. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Justine, self-love, very important, and it's clear that it's much needed. Uh, but then, now, how, how can you, as an intimacy coach, help a couple that has been in a relationship for long and has lost intimacy? So... Uh, what I would do as the coach um, in a sort of general way, if I could explain it to you, I'd just get to know them first individually, you know, ask them each questions, get to know the couple as well. You know, when did they meet? Um, how long have they been together? What is their usual routine? 
um, and then obviously get into the part of what is lacking. You can say intimacy, but there's you've got to be specific about it. What exactly is lacking? What are you wanting more from your partner? Or, um, what do you wish there was less of? Or what are your goals that you haven't reached as a couple? Whatever the case is, and get to really know specifically what it is that they are both wanting individually and as a couple because I think oftentimes people forget that you're in a relationship with a human being they're also you know doing their best they've also got wants and needs and they've got emotions and sometimes we sort of overlook that because we think oh we know this person we know them very well um, but people change and people grow all the time and you're you're really just growing with somebody else you don't know them all the time and i would bring those kinds of things to their attention and what i would do is ask them questions so as a coach you don't really tell people what to do but you rather ask them questions so that they figure out themselves what it is that they need to do you know they sort of have that aha moment by themselves and that also invokes that wow i knew this all along I didn't need somebody else to tell me. I knew this all along. It was in me. I know exactly how to fix my relationship. And that's the thing is that only you know your relationship better than anybody mm, else. And that's mm. why I'm just there to bring that out. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I hear you loud and clearly. You know, uh, some people might be saying, okay, I think I need to see an intimacy coach, but I'm not really sure if I'm, I've reached that point. So what are some of the... The, the, the telltale signs in my personal relationship that I should be looking out for? So it would be things like um, feeling stuck in your relationship. That's often the word that people describe. Um, feeling as if you've lost the spark, uh, like you mentioned earlier, that spark, um, which I would obviously get to what that is exactly. Um, feeling like you are roommates and not partners anymore um feeling sometimes it also comes down to you know if you're single or you're sort of dating it can be to feeling like you're unlucky in relationships um or you're not good at maintaining them um Oftentimes people come to me and they say, oh, this person ghosted me and people constantly do this. Is there something wrong with me? And that sounds like it's not an intimacy related thing, but it absolutely is. Mm. So yeah, generally feeling stuck, unlucky, um, roommate syndrome. Um, also again, feeling like you don't know where to go from here. Um, like you need that dose of self-love, but you don't know how to get there. So, so all those these, kinds of things. All these are saying, go see an intimacy coach. Hurry, hurry, hurry. What would a session uh, sound Absolutely. like? I mean, or what would a session um, look like? So if uh, or you would have to, obviously, we'd have a discovery call first, which is just to see, you know, do you like me and do I gel with you? Because you don't want to work with somebody that... You just don't gel with because then that relationship's going to be forced and no one's going to get anything done. So we would get that first. I'd get to know you. You'd get to know me and we'd discuss um, schedules and all of that. When it comes to, down to a session, it would 
be first of all establishing that the space that you're in is safe it's non-judgmental you can be vulnerable if you choose to be i'm not forcing anybody to do that obviously um it is a safe space and just establishing that so that they know um i would ask them questions that just get, uh, help me get to know what it is exactly specifically that they are struggling with because oftentimes people will tell you a general problem and we can't help you fix that unless we know exactly what it is that you're trying to fix so asking those kinds of questions and then also like i said getting to know that person more because the no the more you know your clients the better you're going to help them because every person's journey is completely unique and there's no one set sort of model um you know there's models that you can go by but there's no one set model or program that's going to fix everybody everybody needs the coach to be in that moment which is what i would do and listen to what they need and go from there um and then obviously at the end of sessions also depending on the situation oftentimes coaches will give you sort of assignments to oh, do you know setting goals I was about okay, to ask that, that I was, I was yeah. about to ask are there assignments okay <laughs> yeah so just to say you know not anything too um pressure wise and that's also the thing is what do you feel like you can do next what is the next step for you when can you achieve that by how will you know that you've achieved that and what will you do to celebrate it and things like that so that once they've done it they know and they can feel that sense of accomplishment and they can come back to you and say wow i did it and you know then we say yeah we knew we knew you could you always could have done that <laughs> hello okay i think there's an interruption here robin zito help me out brafina oh dear i'm hearing someone else either than just <laughs> justine and i talking what's going oh. on ben All right, uh, let's take a bit of a break. I, my team is also just fuffling and not doing what they need to do. For unskippable, no-click baiting, and cookie-free, cookie, cookie, cookie. with lots of real followers and likes, place your sales campaign on SAFM. Radio is still the best place to advertise your business at affordable rates. SAFM, with its national footprint and top personalities, offer advertisers distinctive opportunities to reach their target audience. Email sales at safm.co.za. SAFM, the influencer you can trust. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Closet Conversations. All right, let's continue with our conversation. I don't know where the interception came in, but Justine, you're still telling us the sort of assignments <laughs> and the things that you'll help us with uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to being uh, intimate and an intimacy coach and attending to these uh, lessons. Yes. So, yeah, it would. You know, you'd have your assignments that pertain to your situation specifically so for example if it's I need to be more intimate with myself and gain that sort of self-love that confidence 
we would get to the root of that sort of problem. Um, and so not in the way that therapists would. So something that's um, good to know is that coaches help you from the present to the future, whereas oftentimes psychologists and therapists uh, help you from the present to the past. Um, and oftentimes the past will come up in coaching, but that's not necessarily the focus. It's good to understand the past so you can move to the future. But what we're here to do is to help you move towards the future. Um, and so we would set assignments like, all right, what is the next step? Can you do that by, say, Friday? Would you like me to check up on you and see how you're doing? Is there anything that you need from me? Are there any resources that you need from me? What is your support system like while you achieve this goal? Um, how will you know that you've achieved this goal? All of those things. And just getting them to do little steps in their day daily lives because I can it's it's oftentimes that um analogy of you can bring a horse to the water but you can't make it drink so I can't solve your problems for you but I can guide you so that you can solve them yourself and be your support system while you do that I absolutely love that so how do our a-teamers get in touch with you as an intimacy coach so you can find me either on my website, which is just intimacyart.co.za. Uh, the company is called Intimacy Artistry. Um, or you can even WhatsApp me on my personal number if that is, um, you know, if the website's not an option for you. Um, that number is 72 um, there's also an email address, which is just info at intimacyart.co.za. Absolutely amazing. Thank you very much for joining us, Justine. It was such a great pleasure, and I'm hoping that we'll all get more intimate with ourselves and with others. Absolutely. Thank you so, so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it.